0: the enemy Slime podcast episode 24 and i am jason and i'm here with jared that's me i'm here with jay hello and i'm even here with lucio hello and what's that what's that on the wind could it be a female (laughs) (laughs) on the enemy Slime podcast uh we have jennifer daw with us she's been running an online game called alusha for years which you can check out at alusha.com she's an artist and she has a Patreon account, which you can find at patreon dot com slash shivers, where she accepts funding in exchange for an expanding library of uh, royalty free art assets for game developers, and you can follow her on Twitter at GM Shivers. Hi. <laughs> Boy, that's a mouthful. Well, she she has her finger in many pies, so
1: Oh jeez. <laughs>
0: It's it's uh, she's like me, she's constantly busy, too busy to even go to her own website.
1: Yes, yeah, sure.
0: Now um s- spell the spell the name of the game for me real quick cuz I actually
2: don't know that I've heard of this one.
1: It's I L L U T I A.
2: I should probably have have looked this up before you came on so that I would grasp the full understanding of your background here, but
1: <laughs> That's all right. It's it's a lot to take in at once for the game it's a little bit different than most of the online RPGs that are out there. Like super small hardcore fan base. How
2: how long has it been in operation?
1: Uh, this will be our eleventh year. I think at oh. the end of April. Oh wow, that's a long time. Yeah. yeah, our fan base is pretty like they're they're it's not huge, but like they're they keep it going. So I yeah. still give them what they want.
0: <laughs> Can't argue with that at all. Good backbone, long time moneymaker, that sort of thing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but the Patreon is where it's at because you know. Right now, uh, what do they? I swear you've probably explained this to me before, but if you give like what is the twenty five dollar minimum? Don't you get like, access to like all of the stuff that you have made and will continue to make?
1: Yeah, as long as you donate like twenty five dollars like one time, you could use it for your commercial projects too. And it's supposed to be like it's supposed to be modular, so with some tweaking, you could end up making it look different from other people who are using this set so it's not like you know it's not like it's not like most sprite packs where it's just one thing and you go like uh for example the spaceship when i just did like the wings and the 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 chassis and all that they're separate so you can mix and match and make your own ships and then color it yourself so it looks like your game it doesn't look like my game yeah (laughs) that kind of thing (laughs) trying to do something a bit different
0: I remember that was the first bit of feedback I gave you, actually, when you kind of asked Twitter, what don't you like about art packs? And I said, you know, if you use an art pack, it looks just like everybody else who uses the same art pack. And that's kind of a big that's a bad thing
1: yeah well you can never use it for a commercial project i mean it's hard enough as it is to use like different artists stuff for for one game like you have three different artists working in game to game to try to keep them all in uh continuity with each other but then to like try to bring in like foreign art and and manipulate into your game it's like it ends up looking like rpg maker stuck in a pokemon game or something
2: yeah (laughs) we know a thing or two about rpg (laughs) maker yeah
3: I know that. Well,
1: wrong with it, but it's just like it does have a distinct look to it that you know all the all the games made in it look identical. I mean, the engine itself is actually really good.
2: Yeah, um, I we have we probably have mixed feelings on <laughs> on the quality of RPG Maker uh, across the board. I I don't know how much Jason's told you about us, uh, Jennifer, but we actually I think I think everybody here except for Lucio we we met through a uh, RPG Maker two thousand website like
3: thirteen
2: oh. I guess I guess thirteen or fourteen years ago at this point yeah. um, something like that. And so we're we're all pretty intimately familiar with the engine and uh, have been. You know, we were we were making these games years and years ago for uh you know, just just for fun and we still make make them today even sometimes to just send to each other to piss each other off or or tell a joke that's too long to type into a chat,
4: which for the record is the only good way to use RPG Maker.
2: Well, that's that's, that's what we kind of came to the conclusion of, but uh and so it, it just kills us because we used to do this, you know, just for fun as a hobby. And now I see like, like an RPG maker free. VX games game. games
4: for free and we could have had money.
2: Yeah. I mean, each of us have these huge projects that we did and these long things. And we just shared them with each other because at the time it was an illegal translation. You couldn't get the program. Yeah. Uh, I had
1: it at the same time when yep. I was like 12, I think. I had, yeah, I had that one too.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so we're, we, we dumped so much time into it. And now... I look at these guys who are selling RPG Maker VX games with just, like, the default sprite sets on yeah. Steam, and uh, <laughs> it's like, man, I've made a wrong
4: turn in my life. Is it, is it <laughs> wrong that I went on Greenlight yesterday just to downvote an RPG Maker game? <laughs>
5: <laughs> that's let, a, let your rage flow free, Jay. I mean,
0: that's a little that's a little uh, mean-spirited, but guess. Just wait for the game to come out, and then you can tag it with bullshit, taggy game, whatever you want. <laughs>
4: Those new handy, those new handy Steam tags. Some of them have actually been kind of useful. I found some stuff thanks to the new Steam tags. Like, um, like what did you find that you didn't know about? I picked up one called Dark Matter. It's a uh, Metroidvania. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and I guess what it was, it was like a Kickstarter game, and it got its funding. And when they first released it, that um, it didn't have an ending, and a lot of people complained. But I don't think these guys gave it any advertising. They just kind of quietly put it on Steam and didn't mention it to anyone. You can't find a review anywhere. And it's not like the most amazing game in the world. It could definitely use a little bit more time in the oven. But it's uh, not bad. Not bad for what I paid for it. And, you know, if you for someone like me who likes Metroidvania games, but you can't get them outside of Metroid or Castlevania, then, you know, that tag has proven good so far.
2: I have to say I'm a little surprised that people bought the game on steam and then we're upset when it didn't have an ending because that seems like that's kind of the de facto standard now
4: Well, this was back in october this was before I, I or around the time when early access and all that stuff was picking up so does it have an ending now it has an ending now they patched oh. that in i'm not quite done with it i mean it's just like a lone girl inside a giant space station and uh little sarcastic ai all that kind of stuff but it's not bad it's it's you know i i can imagine as long as people start using the tags like that to find stuff they wouldn't find otherwise uh then you know i had a friend that bought some game because it was under the awesome soundtrack tag or something
3: oh yeah
5: risk of rain that's what he bought
0: yeah yeah did it did it have an awesome soundtrack he says yes (laughs) okay (laughs) good Some of the tags are cheeky and fun And I don't mind that they're there Like uh, Payday 2 is one of One of the top tags on Payday 2 Is bag throwing simulator Which I don't think is like That's not mean It's just funny Because you do throw a lot of bags in that game and then there's like the ones that are called Walking Simulator, which I think are a little more angry, but eh, yeah, you know, you know, I'm a Walking not, Simulator. When I said, I've had people, I've I've heard people say
4: that the Walking Simulator tag helped them find more games. So you yeah.
1: know, <laughs> there's nothing negative about like, dear Esther, is it like it's a walk, You're walking around. That's what it, that's that's what it is. And I don't see it as a negative.
2: Some sometimes <laughs> you just want to walk, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Other other times I want to flap, and so yeah, this one's <laughs> flappy. There are games out for that too. <laughs> well, maybe there used to be, like Flappy Dog. I have to say, I know this is, I know this is completely unrelated, but just uh, going going out to San Francisco uh, over the weekend and talking to some people, um, I didn't, and just even talking to people at work, I didn't realize how popular Flappy Bird like really is. I was just playing it in the airport before my flight, just because it's so stupid and easy. <laughs> Uh, to, right. to just start up and, and begin with. And this guy next to me is like... You
4: said that I'm playing it right now.
2: Are you playing it right now for real? Yeah. Okay, yeah. there you go. This guy next to me like looks at my iPad and he's like, hey, what's your high score? And I showed him and he pulls out his phone and shows me his. And I don't know. I didn't yeah, it realize. It like
4: how all great romances start.
2: You yeah, almost he had pulled, a gay experience. He pulled it out and showed it to me. And I, sa- I said, wow, it's so big. such a big number. Yes. <laughs> he He had like 60. I didn't even know the game went to 60. Wow, I haven't gotten past eight yet. My high is twenty four, and i sat in that airport for a long time getting it. Wow.
0: Well, don't you feel proud?
3: Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh,
2: it's not a crowning achievement, but it's close. Anyway, I, I I divert. Should we should we talk about the news a bit? Yeah, speaking Let's of talk crowning about a little bit. There's a lot of news. There's a lot of news. No, hang on, we were doing
0: good there. Speaking of crowning. <laughs> what well we can either start this by talking about the miracle of childbirth or king yeah let's talk about King.
3: oh yeah wait what's
0: right. what, oh oh yes 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 With the their horse. bullshit
4: candy saga thing yeah. their candy saga and then there's some new news today that lucio i think you unearthed right no huh? i unearthed and i gave it to you wow yeah. okay that's bad yes that is bad so the news is uh basically i think uh king is about to be looking at being publicly traded here getting mm-hmm. on uh, <laughs> the stock really? market and all that. Yeah, that's their, that would be like what all their quiet evil was about. So to It's powerful. also
1: becoming an exit plan now to become publicly traded. Rather than like an improvement, it's like an exit plan for the people who founded it. Well,
2: now's a pretty good time for them to get the hell out of there.
1: Yeah, no. Considering
2: everybody true. hates them and wants
5: to kill them. The thing <laughs> is, what's weird about this is that instead of doing it like every other company does it, where, you know, they... Hire a huge firm to go under the valuation and try to get a lot of noise going in the stock market, so it, you know bumps up the price. they just kind of did it under the table, and they just filed yeah.
3: it. Yeah, yeah. So
5: that's kind of shady. I mean, IPOs yeah. <laughs> are shady to begin with. I was going to say this is this is, this is not a trade.
3: this
2: is not a company that I've ever thought of as being shady. So for them to do this <laughs>
5: <laughs> is really I think they're deliberately being evil. I think like they're just like trying to piss people off at this point
1: people are more upset at King registering a generic term than like a bunch of other companies who did it recently. And it's just like, everyone's like, but yeah, but they're evil. It's like anyone who's doing that, in my opinion, I'm immediately suspicious of anyone trying to trademark a generic word, whether they're good now, like, I'm still like, Hmm, you know, what's, what's next? Cause you do have to enforce that. Like yeah. once you, once you get a right. trademark, like you can't just, you can't just not do anything about it because you do lose that trademark.
3: So who, they
1: who, they, yeah. they do eventually have
0: to. Bethesda did it and it it did explode in their face but not like this oh for uh, it was, scrolls
1: it was, it was Mojang that did it
0: oh what wait was it Mojang I thought it was yeah, Bethesda, it was Bethesda Beth- that pretty- was claiming scrolls or claiming scrolls well well the, the, Bethesda this- was
1: upset because yeah of, and they tried to sue because they didn't work. and understandably like you have a you know you have a game series called The Elder Scrolls and people are like well. Yeah, but Mojang is not evil. They're not going to do anything. It's like it doesn't really matter. It's still –
5: The way copyright law works, you have yeah. to enforce it or you create a precedent where if you go and you try to enforce one claim and they look at all the other ones and they go, well, you didn't tell this guy to
4: stop. You didn't tell that guy to yeah. stop. Yeah, and, and that's, the thing, that's the thing I want to get back to because you know that's, that's what King was saying. King was saying, well, we're just kind of exercising this. We're kind of enforcing this. But what's so interesting about this news story is that the Candy Swipe guy did it first. He enforced yeah. his copyright, you know, and, and he just couldn't keep up with the legal fees, right, and had to drop it. I think I think that's it's something like that. Whatever it was, King ended up winning against him. So just
2: wasn't worth it because a lot of times when it comes to this kind of stuff, it's it's the party that has more money to draw it yeah. out that yeah that uh, that becomes the victor. But. Um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's interesting. I, I was going to ask between between the five of us, how much money do we have? Like, do you think we could get the controlling shares of King?
4: Well, <laughs> let's see. Right now, um, I have. Let's see. Carry carry the I, carry I, the I zero. Ten dollars fifty cents. Oh, there's a penny. Fifty one cents. I have ten dollars fifty one cents what's uh what's 40 percent of nothing
0: i've got <laughs> well, let me see um, i've the got the company this, valuation
5: uh... for king is five billion
0: so oh well, so i mean well, we're, we're, we're real real well, close. wait a minute i've got my panhandling cup here and i've got um <laughs> we are Somebody we are at least
2: uh we are at least maybe four casino heists away from uh <laughs> oh that, there, there we go i have a five dollar casino chip so i can add that in
5: <laughs> so oh that's oh, plan. I have a plan to the casino. Turn that five into 2.3 million dollars.
2: I, I found a euro when I was in another country and I never redeemed it back into American money. So I can throw that in. All right. Okay. Doing good here. So we should be set. We pretty much at this. That should be an open and, and shut case. <laughs> well, yeah. All right. What, what, else is, what else is new? Nobody
1: can stop us now. <laughs> All
2: right. Oh, dear. Oh, should we, should we talk about a Irrational? Sure. So I guess uh, it was Jay's story, but I'll uh, I'll give you the rundown. Um, If you liked Bioshock and and Bioshock Infinite, but not Bioshock 2. Don't don't get that one in there. Um, But if you liked those, uh, I wouldn't expect to see another one anytime soon. (laughs) Actually, that's not even true, because Bioshock 2 was already outsourced to a second studio and I'm sure they will probably do that again with whatever follows Bioshock Infinite. I bet they will carry the series on and just give it back to was it was it Marin Two K Marin that did it? I think you might oh. be the only person who played too. Well, I did, and it was it was pretty good. It, it got me Personally, through. Uh, I liked it. You also oh, did. you did play too? Okay, it got me yeah. through a winter. Yeah, whatever. It was all right. Uh, but anyway, uh, Ken Levine posted a big old letter on Irrational's website today that just basically stated that he was – he never said shutting down. He says winding down. That's a slower way of phrasing it. It's like um, the difference
0: between a car crash and a car very gently bumping into you. But so this well, Yeah, is, it's
4: like, you know, it's winding down. Basically, the employees, they don't have to go home, but they have to get the fuck out of there.
2: Yeah, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. <laughs> that's what they said. Yeah. And I don't know, it it's interesting because this is a this is a team that at its peak was somewhere around 200 people and it's being whittled down to 15 and uh I don't know, I it, from the sound of it that those 15 are not going to keep the irrational name. They're they're going to basically form a new entity with Take 2 and uh that's that's where you can find all your future Ken Levine goods and then everybody else in uh in the team has been asked to, you know, they're they're gonna their official word is that they're going to give them some time to put together their po- portfolios and a little bit of severance pay to send them on their way, and uh, then they are free to well, go and you get, to, you get to hang out for a little
4: while. Don't take anything. Go home. Yeah, uh, I, I I think we did some head scratching there. No one else did any conjecturing on online, but uh, it seems like a little bit of a weird move. So I've been actually thinking about this uh, since we yeah. talked.
5: Maybe Kel Levin thinks that the industry is going somewhere away from huge studios.
2: The the indie burst is certainly you know indicative of that in some way, but right. Mm-hmm. I think there would. I think there was certainly a market for whatever game he wanted to make next that wasn't Bioshock, and I, I think that whatever he does from here on out will be successful too. But I agree. But
5: I just think. I mean, this is just complete speculation, right? So, yeah, but it seems to me like a move of somebody who thinks that. The industry is going to go somewhere. He wants to get in there early. Yeah. That's what it sounds like to me. As, see, to me, it feels like
2: he's kind of just being... And again, this is all conjecture, but to me, it feels more like he's kind of being just a, a talking head in the public face to put a, a friendly right. spin on Take-Two, just not wanting to fund that studio anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's what it um, sounds
4: like to me, too. And,
2: and I, I, uh, I don't think it reads... I don't think that his letter re- and, and the stuff that's going on reads like... uh it's it's kind of like a hostage who's relaying
4: this message under <laughs> duress. You know what I mean? Like, we're all very happy. If you want to but, talk sketchy, Take-Two has pulled a couple of, in my opinion, sketchy moves that, uh, that just kind of clashes with how much ridiculous money they must be making off of their games. My question uh, is,
5: if Take-Two was just killing Irrational, why would they kill one of the studios printing money and not one of the thousands of small studios that are losing money under 2K. Well, I
4: mean, actually, you're talking about one of the Rockstar studios, right? Because what are we going to do? There's without- Rockstar Studios and there's a lot
5: under 2K too. 2K has a ton of studios. Yeah, that's true.
4: 2K does have a ton.
2: Yeah, I'm not sure what the what the goal there is because, I mean, I mean, the company is definitely doing fine. I, I almost wonder if maybe there's kind of a, uh, like a Infinity Ward uh, kind of piece to it. You know how how they kind of, Made this big smash hit with Modern Warfare Two, and then quickly ushered the studio heads out the door, and are like, "All right, see you later." Uh, it was great working with you. We'll go ahead and uh, rake in these millions now. Thank you. I, yeah. I do. I do kind of wonder if it's something that's just going to be that simple, where Bioshock Infinite was this big smash, and uh, they're just probably going to take that IP and give it to another lesser, cheaper studio. Yeah. And uh, they can keep Ken Levine on and maybe he'll come up with the next big thing. And if so, they can pump a bunch of money back into him. But hey, speaking of which, are
4: we done with the news or did you have more on this or what?
2: I was That, that was all I was going to say is I, I think this might be just a method kind of like what we saw with Call of Duty, where they're basically just working on a way to keep punching these things out in just a cheap, oh, you know, well, factory the format. La- the last
0: thing I would say on this issue is I can't wait to see what he comes up with, what word he can put in front of the word shock this time. Well, he puts well, it. He puts it. After Shock.
2: Oh no, no, no! I guess I, I see what you mean because there was System Shock and, and then <laughs> Bioshock. Right. Um, I'd really like to see him move into, uh, like the adult entertainment game industry. We can have. Oh like, yeah, you like, can call it like Vagina oh, Shock.
4: Adult-only rating. We haven't sat, we haven't had it
2: in a long time. I just I just am really in love with the name Cock Shock. Oh. So so uh,
4: because you mentioned Infinity Ward, I want to know I want to know one thing. Will Titanfall be the game that stops EA from turning every game into Call of Duty? No, because nothing, no. now
2: now they're just going to try to turn wait. Every are game you saying it's not just
4: Call of Duty? <laughs> well, I'm. It, it's a Call of Duty, but it's a really good Call of Duty, unlike all the other Call of Duties, like Dead Space and Mass Effect, and you know anything else they transform. I think that I think that
2: militarization that you see that that leaks into every game over the last few years. I think I think that trend will probably continue. Although Titanfall is certainly a step in the right direction because I think it's going to prove that a game can have absolutely insane sales and a sci-fi element like robots. Or if you saw IGN's leak from the art book today, they had some uh, uh, monsters. The game actually has like some big old monsters that you can...
4: Well, I'm curious as to how that's going to come into play because it's not, you know, there's no story mode, there's no campaign.
2: It It sounds like they just are roaming the map. And so... The the way that Titanfall works is you've got just six versus six as far as players go, but the map is littered with a bunch of stuff that you can do even if you're not playing the game. So there are these AI opponents called grunts that are running around the levels, and they're pretty easy to kill. You'll get killed by one every now and then, and you'll feel really, really bad because they're terrible shots. You're, and...
4: you're the first person I've ever heard to be killed by a grunt, just so you know. Shut up. It happened.
2: Uh it happened once. Bad at games, it, bad at games. It's it stung pretty bad.
1: Um, it's like Tribes, like Tribes 2. Yeah, it, it it kind of is it,
2: it's got a similar feel to it, but I think that these monsters are going to are going to probably fill a similar role where they will just litter the map essentially and um you know kind of serve as a distraction or something to farm. The way that the Titan falls, the actual robots dropping in works is everybody gets one, it's just on a timer. And you can reduce that timer by killing other pilots or by killing grunts. And so in theory, you can just farm grunts in the game, get your get your counter down, summon your Titan. You, You could be a top scorer. It would be very hard, but you could potentially get a good
4: score and not actually kill another player. No, oh, no, I saw that. I saw that score. Someone got something like 77 grunts and zero player kills, and uh, they were the top scorer.
2: And I, I want to make sure th- that we're clear. From what we know about the game, we know it doesn't have a single-player mode, but we don't necessarily know that it doesn't have a campaign. I don't know if that makes sense at
4: all. It's What it sounds like they're trying to do, and someone made a good comparison uh, to a game called Brink, which I think I might be the only person that ever played that. Actually, Brink, is, Brink is probably a pretty good example. Fairly close. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it it sounds a lot like that where they are like story objectives and they tell the story kind of more through the world necessarily than just having a single player offline mode. You know, then they introduce these things called burn cards, which I think also add a little bit more lore. Uh, to the game, uh, I actually sound like I played it, and I haven't. I just watched the videos all <sighs> week because my computer can't handle it. I think
2: uh, uh, I think to say <laughs> that it is just Call of Duty is is doing it a disservice because I think that there's more to it than
4: that. And oh, it looks it looks it looks a ton of fun. I think I think my big deal with it though is that's um, a I said this before, but it's like a steep price point for a multiplayer game.
3: Yeah,
2: but the thing is, is we don't really know whether or not it is. Like what what they are asking for. Uh, might be unreasonable, but if they make the the campaign, I'm I'm saying that with air quotes around it. But if they're able to make that as as fun as you know, I, I think they potentially could. Then it could definitely be worth its asking price. If you're if you're wondering whether or not the two level beta that I played last weekend is worth sixty dollars, <laughs> no, it's certainly not. But I'm hoping that by taking the single player campaign out of the equation. We're going to get a multiplayer game that's going to launch with a lot
4: more modes, a lot more
2: maps, probably right. a lot more polish than we're used to. And
4: I and I think that could be a lot of fun because I was saying the only other thing I could think of to compare it to is uh, a game for Left for Dead, which, yeah, it has a single player. But all the different modes that they kind of give you in that game are what makes it more worthwhile. And uh, the landscape of the game is always kind of changing, if that makes any kind of sense. So I'm, so I'm thinking if we see something like that, then it's more worth it.
3: Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's really fast paced. Uh, the, the Titans,
4: you can wall run. You can like, just like Paul Walker in the new movie. Uh huh. Yeah. Just like Paul Walker. Uh, brick brick mansions. Go look at the trailer, brick mansions.
2: And Paul Walker, he gets all over those walls. (laughs) Actually, it was a tree, wasn't it? I don't know. So he can climb everything but that. Yeah. Anyway, I would uh, I would definitely recommend you know checking it out if you like first person shooters. What, if what, you're, what if about you were that, hoping what about... for like an RPG, this isn't going to be it. But there is some uh, level serious? of oh, there is some level game. of depth and strategy that that comes into play when you get in the Titans. Because like if you just jump in your giant robot and you run out into the middle of the battlefield, you're going to be disassembled in in just seconds. Like it, it's pretty. They're not that hard to take down. They're intimidating, but they're they're relatively easy to to uh, make fall. And so, you know, there's there's a lot of kind of strategy to, like, holding oh, back. Oh, that's why
4: they call and, it Titanfall.
2: Yeah, because they fall. Well, no, they fall from the sky. That's why they call them Titanfall. Oh, well. But then they fall down later, too, when you make them blow up.
5: So there's two Titans falling. <laughs> I,
2: there's not two Titans falling. A single Titan falls twice.
5: But there are two titan Falls. One must
1: fall twice. That's
0: right. right. There's 100% more Titan falling per Titan. <laughs>
2: It's a comment. It's a comment on the nature. So of wait a man.
0: So this is actually a good deal. You buy one fall, you get one free.
3: Yeah, yeah there you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. Are
2: you going to ride this gag out all the way? Where else can we go with it? Nowhere. <laughs> like Bump. the titans, after they fall for the second time, they're not going anywhere. Uh, but up bumps, they
1: jump, and when they jump, they're falling up. So there you go.
2: Oh my god! Three. It's
1: it's
3: <laughs> you titan
2: anti fall. I don't I don't uh I don't want to ruin anybody's thunder but you actually can't jump while you're in a Titan I'm afraid.
3: Well, wow. oh, didn't I see somebody like do a jump
0: jet thing or something?
2: You can you can eject from the Titan oh, and it's that's actually what I saw really that. it's really awesome cuz you'll fly up super super high into the air and then and die. If you're- if you play it cool no there's no uh i don't think there's any falling damage in the game period you'll launch super super high into the air and then you can potentially land on someone else's titan and blow it the fuck up or that's uh, pretty neat this is like it, robot jocks
4: i do want to try this game at least
2: it, it's pretty fun and there's some satisfying moments that come out of it you don't have to play it long to get like a it taps into like this little kid center of my brain where i'm like whoa awesome like uh i called oh, it i called it yeah it's big robots I, I called my big robot down from space and. You get to tell it where it's going to land. You you point where you want it to go and you press down on the D-pad and then it, it, it goes there. And if somebody is standing where you summon it, uh, when it, when it does land, it'll just blow up whatever is there. So it'll smash a person or I, I was able to get one of mine to just completely destroy a, an enemy Titan. And that felt pretty good to watch my giant robot just fall from space and just smash into this other guy. So. If you want to tap into your to your small child, uh, your inner child, I would recommend uh, picking it up, checking it out.
4: So, I mean, speaking of tapping into your small child, uh oh, someone's <laughs> been tapping into. Oh wait, that was a good seg- That was actually a good segue for my game. I was going to use it for Lucio's. I'll use it. I was playing The Last <laughs> of Us: Left Behind.
0: Uh, oh yeah, no child's behind left.
3: <laughs> no.
4: No.
5: <laughs> it's not good for any of our games. <laughs>
2: I'm yeah. so. I'm so sorry, Jennifer. We should have mentioned to you that we're we are probably on a government watch list somewhere.
1: Oh, that's okay. For
4: for a number of reasons. For For, number of reasons.
0: Yeah, it's not just this. This is not an isolated incident. Not the least of which being all the pedophilia jokes, which I don't stand behind, even though I just made one.
4: Well, well, hold on now. It's it's just basically, you know, you get into the mindset of a teenage girl as you run around a shopping mall. That's what Left Behind is. Oh. That's what your life I, is. Yeah, I mean, that's what my childhood was like. Like being a little girl. <laughs> like being yeah, a little girl. you
1: at the shopping
3: mall? <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's correct. So, again, I mean, I guess this might be slightly spoilery if I talk about Left Behind. So
0: I don't um, know going
4: to play it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm going to play it. <laughs> well, I mean, don't, I, I, don't tell me about,
2: like, you know, a big plot point, but that, you can tell me they went to the mall. <clears throat> that's not yeah, a spoiler. Yeah. I know that
4: women go to the mall. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's, there's, uh, there's really not a lot more to say about it than what I said in my review.
1: It looks like an old game that was made before, isn't it? It's that it's a it's based a, on that book.
2: Yeah, it's based on the comics that they that they put out for it. Um,
4: well, they're doing an interesting thing what what it is, it's um, it's a split timeline, right? It's split. It's a split timeline. So part of the timeline takes place between the comic and. Just before The Last of Us, you know, when you start playing as Joel after the outbreak and the other part of the timeline happens somewhere, I would say, in winter and uh, during the main storyline. So that's where the two different gameplay models take place. And one is very kind of like combat oriented. And the other one is you're just a kid in a candy store, like literally a kid in a candy store or a kid in a Halloween shop. I mean, I think I basically people know that I didn't absolutely love The Last of Us I don't know. That's the I, phrasing I, that I would use. I, I, I thought it had some minor difficulties on, when I played. But I think Left Behind really kind of addressed all the stuff that I had a problem with. Uh, the, just to do this real quick, I, I, I feel like a couple of character relationships and, and story relationships kind of weren't fully developed in the main game. And I feel like um, some of the gameplay got a little stale as the game kind of went on. Uh, and I feel like Left Behind kind of, address both issues i think the way they put together their short little story for the for the left behind the dlc i think they did an absolutely fantastic job with that and it's like just a lot of fun like i said in the review it's kind of like in um you know when you played saints Row the third there were some pretty simple gameplay mechanics that worked there and you kind of got used to the to the damage model which was guns lightning and fire in saints Row the third but they made up all sorts of varieties of ways in order to kind of use that. And Left Behind is the same thing with the simple kind of mechanics that they give you. So there's one uh, bit of Left Behind where you kind of end up playing hide and go sequel, we'll say, with Riley. And anyone that's played The Last of Us knows that you can crouch around a corner, you can listen to the sound of enemy footsteps. And this made for some really intense battles in the main game. But in Left Behind, it makes for kind of like a fun little, oh, yeah, I'm just a kid chasing my friend. Tag your it. Tag your you
3: know,
4: dead. I, tag your dead. there's not a whole lot more to say about it besides that, without like getting into the spoilers. Uh, there are a couple of new kind of encounters in the game where uh the infected with human enemies much more so you can pit them against each other which is a lot of fun just watching everyone kind of scramble and shoot the infected while the infected try to eat them and yeah and uh and then I think my favorite thing about about it was the Facebook connectivity which I didn't originally want to do because any time a game asks to connect my Facebook I'm like fuck you I'm not spamming my friends with my high score or whatever mm-hmm. uh, so but what actually ended up happening is that you and you uh, take Ellie and Riley and you go into this little photo booth and you get to post your pictures and it publishes that to your page. And I would tell you why I like this so much, right? Why do you like this? <laughs> it's because when I was a kid, right, and I was playing my video games, my parents would come in and let's say I beat something like Top Gear or whatever, and it would just say congratulations. And then my, my, my dad or my mom would come in and they're like, oh, well, do you get a certificate or something now that you beat the game? And I'm like, you know what? It would be really awesome if someone figured out a way to let me print the certificate from my Super Nintendo so I can put it up on my wall and say, bam, I did it. And so Last of Us comes to this photo system, and I'm like, here are my pictures. I'm printing it out. I'm posting that up on my wall. And more games should do that. Forget the achievements. Throw the achievements out. Just give me a
0: certificate to put on my wall. So you have a PhD um, in The Last of Us. I don't
2: know if anybody else has done this, but um, I remember when I... When I beat Streets of Rage uh, for the Genesis, I went I went and got like my dad's camera and took a picture of this. <laughs> so, like, I don't really know what my goal was to, to prove that I did it, I guess. <laughs> I found it like years later and I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> Stupid kid. Yeah,
1: I speed beat missed when I was a kid and my, my dad's friends didn't believe it because they couldn't beat it. I had to take yeah, I had to take a photo of it to prove that I got to
2: the end. There you go. <laughs> they were
1: like, so, "No way!" I mean that that
2: is an impressive feat because I I definitely never beat Mist as a kid. Yeah,
4: I, I I don't think I barely even started Mist, so that was a good feat. So I don't know. I mean, there's not. I uh, if you played Left Behind before the next podcast, I think there is more to talk about there, just because there's some stupid. Uh, I'll I'll use air quotes controversy over the game. Which really isn't controversy at all; it's just people kind of overreacting. Uh, but I would love to talk about that.
2: I'm I'm going to probably get to it. I might even get to it tonight. I don't know. I've got Strider that I got to take a look at, but I want to finish it. It's just one of those things where I'm. It's a it's a game that I want to play personally, and at this point with the site, I don't get to play as many of those, except for friggin' Rust, which I've spent an embarrassing amount of time with. Should we? I I actually would really like to hear about Lightning Returns for a sec. Do you want to? Do you want to maybe tell us a little bit about this uh, boob grabbing <laughs> adventure?
5: Sure. So let's get something out of the way. It is probably the best of the thirteen series, which yeah, is kind of like saying it's better <laughs> than getting cancer.
2: It's the it's a, well, it's like um, it's like saying uh, that's the least painless root
4: canal I've ever gotten.
2: It's, exactly. What's <laughs> what's the best cancer that you could get out of all the cancers? Like it's not brain, it's not. I think uh, skin is
4: pretty terrible. Isn't it skin? 'Cause that's the like the most treatable.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's
4: like it's like
2: skin cancer on your
5: back. <laughs> where no one will notice. So the gameplay is actually fun. So there's that. The combat system is really Interesting. It has a system where you attach different uh, abilities to different buttons, right? So you know, you square could be attack or guard, um, you know, or a specific type of magic. Um, and then you have different garbs, which are outfits, where you can um, customize it so they have different abilities depending on what ability you should pick. They have different stats, and then each garb also has different unique abilities. So, for example, one of them will have a stronger attack. Uh, than all the other ones. Or one of them will uh, give you the ability to block and it he heals you when you block, things like that. And on top of that, there's also accessories. So, you know, you have the guards, you have the accessories, and then you have also your weapon and your shield, right? So all of that makes for a very, I guess, fluid game where you can switch it up a lot and then you can switch up uh, up to three guards on the fly. Oh, and wow. it actually, yeah, it makes a very te- tactical, very strategic um you know i was getting my ass kicked by the first boss and i went in i revised what i was doing and the second i tried it with a different system i completely destroyed him so can
2: i can i just say that i'm a little disappointed that uh jay's game with two female protagonists takes place in a mall (laughs) and your and your game with a female protagonist uh she changes her attacks by changing outfits
4: yep i don't know I, I,
1: I, uh, we all I love know. gem in the holograms though like it's it's not oh. even like, <laughs> like like everyone loved gem in the holograms so like and it, and it totally is up that alley so it's it just totally like totally
2: outrageous yeah i'm i'm mostly being tongue-in-cheek when i yeah. when i when i white knight up to to defend this but i i don't know there's something a little funny
0: about what you mean this. to say is this is very realistic <laughs>
5: right yes right
3: yes
1: just have
4: to wait for them to throw throw capsule toys and things. So here's our problems. Okay, so are we going to be here all night when you start listing the problems? Kind of, yeah.
2: No, just (laughs) say them all, but say them really
5: fast. Yeah. Well, the one I want to address is um, the adornments. So I started getting a ton of items when I was completing quests. And these items were called adornments, right? And I thought they were a different slot. And every time I went to equip them, I noticed that no, they had no, no effect whatsoever. So I re- started realizing they're like chokers, little kitty ears, different animal ears, different tails. <laughs> 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 and they have absolutely no, no function except to just kind of make lightning look pretty. And there's a ton of them.
2: That's a function. <laughs> That's important.
1: Yeah, it is important. <laughs> Resonance of Fate had that too. I mean... Some of them did something but like you know people do like the outfits in, in games. Um uh, at least
4: I do. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean I remember no, no, going no. Out, of, out of my way for for in the in the Tales games to get outfits. It's just yeah. I didn't remember having that many.
3: I mean it's <laughs> it's
2: a it's a little out of place in the series. Although if you look at Final Fantasy games, the amount of dress up that you're required to do does increase when we have the sequels. Based off the primary numbers, you know, like like uh, 10, not a lot of dressing up. 10 a little bit of dressing
5: up, are, you know. We're not down this rabbit hole yet. Because what you realize very soon is that Lightning is rendered with a lot more uh, quality than everything else around her. <laughs> I'm talking about everything, like, you know, all the other characters... Uh, I showed Jay a picture uh, last night. Right. where This one guy looked like he was actually wearing a fake mustache.
4: I actually thought he was showing me Gary's mod. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, they, they had to—they had to use up all their trees on her, so yeah, all so, the polygons. Yeah, the exactly. Games.
4: She's
5: lovingly rendered, and everything else around her is really <laughs> low resolution, except for the um, the assets that they imported from the older games.
0: Huh. Are <laughs> right, you sure they're no, not just like? That may be like a feature. Like she thinks she's hot shit, and she thinks everybody else looks like crap. And that's how I feel. And, and like you it's
1: know, the, the, the narcissism modifier.
0: Yeah.
4: These people <laughs> look at that tree and they're like, "Can you see the bark on that tree?" I'm like, "Nope, that tree looks like a piece of crap." The whole world is very low res to me. <laughs> I have higher standards. Well, I gave I give her glasses, so she should be able to see what's going on. Okay. <laughs> Can you give us a brief descri- visual description of uh, that that image you linked in the chat earlier? Yeah, why explain- is Happening? Why, why is this man doing this? was <laughs> so a side quest,
5: and he's um a fashion designer, and he's getting her, he likes lightning because of her measurements and lightning's thing is that she needs to help as many people as possible to save the world. Actually no, she can't save the world she has to save her souls uh so yeah, some of the side quests are interesting, another uh, some of them are creepy. So at the end of, like, of
1: the day, Jesus <laughs>
5: <laughs> she's basically Jesus yeah. Jesus with cat ears. <laughs> exactly but like you really feel like you're playing you know somebody's like what material you know it's like <laughs> it's a lot so
2: it's a lot money. more uh it's a lot more hard working though to go around to everybody and be like i'm gonna save your soul what do you need how can i help you uh you know jesus just
5: handled it for everybody at once yeah, so. no. yeah that's true He's to be it. fair most the way to save more souls is to complete the main quest which involves punching people so there's that
4: right. so i mean basically what's Happening here is it's like a full-on grope, and he's not just he's not just grabbing them; he's like squeezing them together. It's
2: not even I don't even know that the grab is all together. that concerning. It's the face proximity that really <laughs> that really uh, sets it off. I'm going to save this picture, and I'm going to I'm going to post this picture with the podcast.
0: So, it's, is there motorboating in this game? Like a hey, motor boating simulator?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that what's about to happen?
5: Is he about to motorboat him? Yeah. I haven't, I haven't completed the quest. Uh, I there might be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's I s I sent the picture for those who Yes, those uh, who are interested. Who who really wanted to see. I I don't know. All right, cool.
4: Um So I mean I think based on Left Behind and based on lightning <laughs> terms, I think we should call this
0: podcast Little girls and innocence. In, innocence, <laughs> innocence lost. I believe the word for that is he's cupping her breasts. No, he's, he's, more got, more.
1: Like his, he's got like his thumbs like right up under. Yeah, yeah, it's not really
2: a cup. Like cupping the breast is well, I, you can't see the hand motions that I'm yeah. making, but trust me, there. He's
1: giving them a thumbs up.
2: <laughs> trust me, ladies, I'm making good hand motions right now. <laughs> if you saw, it, you'd be like, that guy knows. Yeah,
5: yeah. Uh, I can go on with the problems, but I think we have we
4: have. Time for that next week. It's the to be continued podcast. Yeah.
5: yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> well, you know, we have a lot
5: to get through tonight.
4: It's a two parter.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we dicked around a little bit, but like I said, I've been I've been waiting forever. Should we should we talk about Rust a little bit? Yeah. So uh it sounded like you had played some too, Jason. Does that sound does that fit in, in line with what I'm hearing? Uh yes, that's consistent with my alibi. <laughs> okay. Um <laughs> So I have, I have, much to my uh, sorrow or embarrassment, um, I've, I purchased it a couple weeks ago and I've, I just barely crossed over into the 40 hour mark. So I've been playing a lot of Rust. And it it is one of the first games, I've kind of mentioned this in in chat a little bit, it is one of the first games I've ever played where I really kind of understood what people meant when they talk about emergent gameplay, the concept being gameplay that isn't necessarily built into the game, but kind of is is spawned by the people playing it. And I, I think that you see something like this on a really grand scale with a game like EVE, where the entire economy is player run. And, you know, you have these giant uh, ship battles and, like, politics in the game are entirely created by the players. The main conflicts that people have, the, the stuff that you're going to have opinions on and be like, these guys are assholes, or, you know, <laughs> all of that stuff. Who the bad guy is, essentially, is defined by the players, really. And um, Rust is that on a very small, compact, lighter scale. And the concept, essentially, is you're dropped into this world and you have a rock, and uh you, you you're you're given a rock a set of bandages, and a torch, and your only goal in the game is just not to die which which is pretty refreshing because i That's I how it
4: hate into my fraternity.
2: I actually kind of compared it to <laughs> Ultima Online because I feel like the MMO over time has really just kind of been streamlined, where it's like, here, here's a quest, and you know, <laughs> oh, you're you're playing by yourself. Well, I still want to accommodate you, so here's a here's a story beat that you can watch, and then here's a quest to go on. And in Ultima Online, you just got dropped into the world, and it's like, well, what do I do now? And the answer is whatever you want. Like you you can quit, you can uh, run around, anything that you do in that clothes. game. Take off your clothes. I I always, uh, not to delve too much into Ultima, but like one of my old examples is outside of a town I used to live in in Ultima, there was a group of people who set up a checkpoint on the road. And this was just player run. And it was just, it was basically just five guys who stood by the road. And when you came up, you had to pay them a toll that they had (laughs) defined. Or if you didn't, they would chase you and, and kill you. And I I'm not even kidding when I say that I paid that toll like several times and found it unjust. And so got some friends
0: together and we went and tried to kill them. <laughs> see, they laid us out. We were miserable failures. See, this is where we vary in in our play styles. Uh, someone was harassing me in Ultima Online, and what I did was I wrote their name down. And for the next week, I was training up my wrestling. And when I next saw him. I punched him and paralyzed him and I just <laughs> punched him till he was dead and it felt great. <laughs> that's some that's like that's like some prison shit. It's yeah, like yes, I'm going to yes, write yes. It down the name, the
2: that sent me to check. <laughs> well, so that that kind of stuff, though, that is exactly what is fostered in Rust. Mm-hmm. Like that is exactly so. You you go into this world, and it's kind of Minecrafty, where basically you're going to go out and find resources and mine them, and then once you've collected the resources, you can get into the real meat of the game, which is building your house. And you're kind of doing two things, which is you're trying to build your big house, but you're also trying to scrap together materials to go out and raid other people's houses. And as you're building yours, you have to be really self-conscious about how you're building it and really smart about how you're putting it together because other people, while you're away from your game, are probably going to come by and try to break into your shit. And there's a couple important little pieces to that, and one of them is when you log out of the game, wherever your character is standing, they just fall down and they stay there uh, on the ground. And if somebody happens upon your body while you're asleep, uh they can just shoot you in the head and you'll die and they can take all your stuff. And so you you have a big incentive. As it works in the
4: real world. Yeah.
2: You have a big incentive to make this house as good as you can to ensure that somebody doesn't break in, kill your corpse, loot your body, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um and, and the tools that you use to break in are very scarce. The the primary method is explosives or or C4. And, uh, those, uh, the equipment that you need to get those is very costly. And even just finding the recipes to make the C4 is really, really challenging. Um, but once you get it, you kind of enter into this, you know, kind of end game scenario where you've built a house and now it's time to go out and wreck somebody else's and see what, what kind of goods you can get.
0: See, this this is
1: doctrine on steroids.
0: This is a yeah. lot different from what I experienced when I was playing Rust. I mean, I'm. <laughs> then the reason is because I'm not a very confrontational person. Aside, of course, from the fact when I killed a man with my bare hands in Ultima Online, but um, <laughs> I was going to say it's, I, I thought you sounded like a, quite an angry man, but <laughs> <yeah.
1: Jason laughs> prefers the roadside bomb chest <laughs> maneuver. Yeah. You're like, look, this newbie's gonna go and open this chest and he's gonna blow himself up. That was the main thing in Ultima Online was like you never opened any roadside chests. Yeah, you you go
2: God. to the you go to the bank in Britain, you drop a chest and then you poison it with like the strongest <laughs> poison and the very first thing that happens is a guy in like, uh, in like newbie roads, uh, comes in and is like, oh, a chest. And <laughs> <up and opens laughs> over. Oh, great free stuff. <laughs> and it's a great example where you didn't gain anything from it, but it, it just brought you a lot of satisfaction.
0: And that's what it's all about. But when I was playing Rust, I was playing it in a different way. And, you know, when I hear people talking about Rust, they're talking about how it's like this cutthroat world where you're building houses and you're breaking other people's houses. But there's another way to kind of play the game, which is cooperatively like with just a group of friends where you're kind of just surviving from the wilderness and just building Mm -hmm. a big house because it's fun. And that's kind of where like it starts to feel a little bit like Minecraft if you play it that way.
4: There you go. You guys are a perfect match. You can build your house where it's safe and it's fun. And then Jared can come and rob you. (laughs) Yeah. Cool
2: you. <laughs> well, and so like I've been I, the reason I have 40 hours in this game is because I've been playing with a group of people. If I was playing it by myself, I think it probably would have worn thin pretty quickly. Um, but I've played with, uh, you know, probably about three people in different rotations. And then one stranger who I met uh, and and kind of befriended, I was. I was walking around outside this guy's house and I there's there's it's hard to spot other players in this game because your name doesn't pop up against your above your head and all the tall grass. Your name pops up, but only when you are like right up in someone's grill. So if you see someone running up to your house and you're not sure whether or not it's your friend, uh, you might be safer just capping them while they're out in the field. And uh, <laughs> which, is how, which is how I learned how to play GTA Online. Skype, a Skype <laughs> call is almost a necessity for this game because when you hear a gunshot, like you start to panic. You're like, oh my God, what is going on? Somebody's coming for me. And so you need to like ask your buddy, hey, are you out there shooting or uh, <laughs> anything like that? But we we put together at least one really good base, and uh, once we had it, you know, crafted and uh, lovingly and satisfyingly, it had a bunch of fake doors. So if people blew off the doors, they would just wind up in an empty chamber. And C four is so expensive that when you go to raid someone's house, you're probably only going to be able to take like three or four pieces at best, and that's going to get you through maybe like two doors or four walls, depending on what they've set up. And so it's really easy to have a failed breach where you'll get inside someone's house, but they've, you know, locked all their important stuff up two floors and you can't get into it. But we had at least one very successful raid on a guy where I went and kind of spied on him for a little while and saw him walking around his house killing zombies and they took the zombies out of the game. Now it's just animals, but he was he was basically killing mobs and farming items and I, I called everybody over. I'm like, guys, guys, come over here and bring the C4. And we brought four four pieces. And we kind of just ran in and ganked him and, and killed him. And he spawned in his house. And so we uh, started breaking into his house. And he locked himself in this like safe room upstairs. And we, we had just enough pieces to break into the safe room and, and kill him. And if you destroy a person's sleeping bag or their bed, then they don't respawn there anymore. They just appear somewhere else in the world. So we basically... Destroyed his stuff so he couldn't spawn in his own house anymore, and then put up new walls and locked him out of his own house. Um,
3: That's awful.
2: We're monsters. monsters. <laughs> there was there was one house we raided where we couldn't uh, we couldn't blow their doors to change them out and put our own doors in. So what we did instead was we just put up a bunch of walls. I used their workbench and I stole their own materials and I made like forty walls and then just stuck them all throughout their house. So when they came back into the game, they didn't even have any way to survey the damage that I had done. Uh, <laughs> they were
4: they were essentially just trapped in a wood cube. I can't believe only- this is the same guy that complains about being able to throw your friends <laughs> off of Super Mario World. I'm I know. So- i'm so fucking evil this would make the
1: guy who wrote the road cry like <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: yeah oh yeah this is this is a,
0: a cormac mccarthy novel on steroids here this, this is how dis- um, this is how disgusting we can be as human beings i mean i i just remembered when i killed that guy with my bare hands i i wrote because you know you can write a custom book in ultima online i wrote a book and it, it was only one page and it just said you know what you did and i put that on his corpse <laughs> The funny thing is, he probably really didn't know what he did because he had probably forgotten by that time.
2: And, and so, like, it works. It
0: works in both ways. Other people are assholes too. There,
2: there was a guy I came across in the woods, and uh, I, I ran up behind him and kind of scared him. And he was shirtless and just had a, a rock in his hand. So I figured he was probably new. So I didn't kill him. I just I, I pushed the chat button and I said hi and I said I'm friendly. And he turned around and he hit me with the rock. And there's. <laughs> There's no comparison between the rock and the shotgun that I was carrying. So I just blew him away. And uh, when I looted his corpse, I found that he had a bunch of good stuff. And so I just quickly grabbed everything that he had and just bolted for our base that we had set up. And in that amount of time, he had respawned, rearmed, and caught up to me and chased me to my base. And he called like four of his friends over and I called I called my friends into the game and we basically just had like this siege, this standoff, uh where they would shoot us if we got near windows or anything, and we just had like this three hour standoff where <laughs> they laid siege to our base and it That's, was uh that made some walking dead type shit. They,
0: so, did, yeah. so they
2: they didn't realize that when they press V to talk to each other we could hear them. No. I, I think they assumed that we didn't have mics or headsets or something. So like we we would pop out in a window and shoot them, and he'd be like, "Damn, they almost got me!" And uh, we would we would kind of like learn what they're planning. If he just like, aimed
0: two degrees to the right, he would have hit me. He's
2: like, "I'm I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna go around the back," and so we knew he was around the back. And um, how do these
1: guys keep figuring us out? The, <laughs> the, Damn it!
2: The coup de grace, we had a we had a fence full of spike walls in the front of the house with a gate, and they broke down the gate and one of the walls. And then they stood right at our front door, basically. And our, our victory move was I made a gate uh, inside the house. I made a new gate and a new spike wall. And I basically ran out and sacrificed myself and put up the gate in the wall so they couldn't get out. Um, and we, we just kind of trapped them all in this front part of the house and, and were able to take them out. And <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like I said, none of that is built into the game. Like that entire encounter is just two people you know, having a spat. And uh, I I found that really cool. Like it was it was really satisfying to to do that to break into someone else's shit and ruin their
3: day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel a little like a monster. Well, you know, but the, the the Project shit. Zomboid multiplayer beta came out like a couple days ago, so I actually uh, yeah, tried. I haven't yeah, tried that. So I actually tried that with my friend and. You know what I'm thinking you could have some sort of rust action going in that game because you know you can build, you can build your own walls and doors and barricades and all that, and you can you can shoot other people if you want to, so as long as I can ruin someone's life you uh, could those those guys whose house we just
2: filled with walls, they never logged back onto the server again they they came <laughs> they came back. I watched their steam profiles because I was so excited to see what would happen when they came back. And uh they logged in once, saw what happened, and just quit, and went to a new server God wow, <laughs> which felt felt pretty damn good,
0: <laughs> yeah, busting makes you feel good.
2: I mean, sometimes you, meet, sometimes you meet friendly people. Like, I, I met a friendly guy and we hung out for a while. Um, but the entire time, like, he wouldn't let me into the upper floors of his house because he never, you can never really trust someone in that game. Um,
0: Unless you know them in real life.
2: I, I noticed that outside of his house he had another house that was decaying and, and was like, if you don't log in for a few days, your house starts to basically just disintegrate. And I, I asked him, I'm like, Who's, whose house is this? And he, he just writes, the last Person I helped.
0: Oh God, that's that, that's no, horrifying. That's like no, you know no, what no, you no, did. So
5: and he stopped. That was like floor. his head
1: on the pike outside the door. Like he, he, might no, no. Been... he stopped. you
2: stop Floor. He's eating the last guy he helped. He told me. He told me his name, and he said that he was kill on sight if I ever saw him. So obviously things did not end well between the two of them. Uh, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that's Rust. If you wanna. If you have faith in humanity, it is not the game for you. you. (laughs) Um, But if you
4: doubt anything, the scenario writers for last of us could figure out if you have a couple of close
2: friends and uh, (laughs) and the proper means, it's it's a lot of fun. But it's a it's a tough game if you're by yourself, because as soon as you see somebody like it's it's questionable what's going to happen. There's a lot of standoffs in the game, too, like because guns are so scarce, they have a lot of power. And so there were a lot of scenarios where normally it would have just been a regular death match, but we were able to, you know, like make somebody freeze. You know, you point a gun at them and you're like, don't move and they won't move. And you're like, take off your pants and they take off their
0: (laughs) pants and get on your (laughs) knees and they get on their knees.
2: I mean, you can whatever you want. Um, I I made a guy just crouch up and down four times um, and then I shot him in the head
4: anyway. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Look what happens when you have power.
4: I don't know how to feel about what you're telling me. We <laughs>
1: really don't. I'm, af- I'm well, afraid for an apocalyptic scenario now, I think. For,
4: yeah, all the good people are going to turn into her, jerks.
1: In a hundred mile radius of you.
2: It, it taught me a lot about myself, but <laughs> yeah, he, I, I run up to him and he's, he's naked and just has a rock, so he just started. And he's like, please don't kill me, I just started. And I was like, crouch up and down four <laughs> times. And he did it, and I was like, good job. Yeah, he told <laughs> you just started. You would then. shoot
0: your own mother, wouldn't you? <laughs>
4: He asked you not to kill him. That's
2: this, like this game made me so horrible. I kind of feel. It, I felt so proud of it at the time, but in retrospect, I'm really kind of ashamed. Yeah, you are. You're, you're a little bit. You're
1: of a like monster. it's so awesome, and then everyone else is like, uh "I don't want to be anywhere near you now." And you're like, "Well, maybe it was bad."
2: I'm going to change my ways in the future. I mean,
5: be... yeah, okay. <laughs> I don't really can say anything. So
2: I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. I know I rambled a bit with all the stories, but. That's the kind of game it is. It just it's it's a lot like Ultima to me where it just generates stories like wow. yeah. something happens to you and you have an interaction with somebody.
0: And you just can't wait to go tell this other person about what happened. I mean, the and, boring uh, stuff in Ultima Online is to say, if you make a lot of tongs, you can raise your tinkering. You want to talk about the stuff that happened between other people. You want to you want to talk about the guy you
2: invited on your boat, and then you drove the boat out into the middle of the ocean and then teleported You wanna... just
0: left him there. <laughs> and he can't drive it. Cause hey, wait a minute. That's my <laughs> evil story. Well... I think that's almost everybody's evil story. At I mean, listen, I I gave him a chance to get back on the boat. The problem is he never showed up. So I was like, fuck it. And I just drove off.
2: (laughs)
1: See, it's shit like that. Well, (laughs) my game can't do cool stuff like that. Like, you know, all I have are like horror stories about what people did in private chat in the item shop in the one bed in the entire game. That's like that. Those are my my horror stories.
2: I don't do. Do I want to know what people are doing in the bed in the
1: game?
0: Yeah, seriously, what's it, going on with the bed?
1: It, if there was a UV light in game,
5: <laughs> it would be very bad in there.
0: You might not even notice because it would all be stains.
5: Yeah, everything light out, it lights up.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a black sheet, but you put the light
2: on it, and it's just stark white.
1: Yeah if if you put if you put beds in a game, put many because if you just put for some reason, like if you have tons of beds, nothing bad will happen. But if you just have one bed in the entire game,
2: there's only one thing that can be used for.
1: Yeah. It, it's not it for
2: sleeping anymore. Yeah. I imagine running chat logs in an MMO has got to be. Um,
3: I
1: don't read them if I can help it, honestly. And I think. <laughs> it's like,
3: you have, I, you're right.
1: I didn't want to know. I didn't want to know. And it, like. When you're like you're you when you're looking into a play report and you're trying to ignore everything else and you're like oh god oh god oh god please like you're just trying to scroll through and like close your eyes while trying to figure out I like I do very specific searches and only if I have to because it's like there's things you just don't want to know about people these are it, it's like it's like reading your children's diary you know there's just like Well, well, I don't ever want my mom to know about this hot date I had, and you're like, "Oh God, burnout." It's it's worse. It's like saying I took the
0: date and we fucked on mom's bed.
1: Yeah, no, that's that's it, right? Like it's just like, oh God, yeah, and like imagining people doing that with your artwork is even more horrifying because you're Uh like. (laughs) <laughs> those are my sprites you defiled my sprites and like you know them trying to use the animations to simulate things and you're like please just no
0: should this be maybe the next viable clothing option is clothing that's stained <laughs> <laughs> i was gonna i was gonna say something but that kind of took
2: my breath away i'm trying to think Oh, I was just I was thinking about logs. And uh, it's one of those things where I've had this happen before where I had to go back and like comb through some private message logs or stuff like at work or other places. And, uh, you know, you're scrolling through them and you're like, I don't want to. At first, at first, I admittedly was like, I'm I don't I shouldn't read these, but I want to. And then you come across like the first horrible thing where you're like, wow, I really wish I hadn't read that and now at this point i've learned to just scroll as fast as i can through Mm. whatever it is and you still pick up like little pieces like you'll get like i'm gonna put my fist in and then you gotta just keep going
0: (laughs) like a wet noodle and
2: it's it's as big as a grapefruit and you're like god i don't want to know what that means and just keep going
1: there was there was a trend for a while because like i have some pretty wacky items in my game and and there's this there's a dead snake weapon okay so, oh, what people would do was they would hotkey the dead snake with the wooden stick and just stand next to me and do that, so <laughs> it would swap at, it would be like it was animating right so <laughs> 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 and I, I you know and you're trying to be like, "Come on, guys, you know and you're trying like and this is the thing is like I find trolls on the game really hilarious, but I understand like how much they upset like. My player base, I have to be like, you know, someone's doing this to me and they said they were going to take a crap on my mom. And I'm like, oh, dear, you know, and I'm trying like to be like, oh, that's terrible. And then meanwhile, I'm like, you know, in real life. <laughs> It's, it's like
2: uh, it's got to be like when your kid swears and you're like, yeah. that's that's bad," but it's also very funny. Yes.
1: I hate yes. swearing in real life because of it. Like, I've I've met people on my game in real life, and they think that I'm like this super grammar Nazi that's afraid of swearing and and bad things. I'm like, you guys understand it. Like, I have to do things in the game, but that doesn't mean that. You know, because kids might see it, but like I'm not like that in person. It's not like I actually. Care. It's like it's like
0: when you meet your elementary school teacher like later in life, and you're surprised that she's not basically like a Christian. <laughs> right, <laughs> you're you're always surprised. When she you says meet your fuck or something, and, and your head explodes.
2: You know, no, yeah. you you don't think of your teacher as just a person. You you encounter <laughs> like them later. An
1: emblem. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's true. And like people are like really surprised because I've known some of these people so long that like they are practically my, you know, my friends now. Like some of my trolls actually became my friends, which is really hilarious. And like oh, I remember funny. one time I was just like swearing <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, my God, I didn't think you were that type of person. And I was like, what do you mean that type of person? Normal? You know, like this is funny.
2: And <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think that's an interesting dynamic. And I think we all know what it's like to have a troll for a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Whoever, <laughs> whatever name you're thinking of in your head right now, it better not be me. Don't be. It starts with a J, I'm, I'm, right? I'm sure i
3: think
2: the
4: same name Jay's thinking about. Yeah. Me and, me and Lucy are thinking about the same guy. Oh,
2: okay. <laughs> as long as you agree upon it. Yeah. Oh yeah. What did we have anything else on on the agenda, or is that?
0: Uh... Uh, I could talk about banished, but it would kind of be ending the show on a low note, just because it's not very. It's nothing compared to smashing people's heads in with a rock and <laughs> shooting them after you ask them to do something and they comply, and you shoot them anyways. <laughs> uh,
2: well, When you say it like that, I do sound like a monster.
4: But <laughs> mean <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, you gave us all these horrific stories.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, but when I tell it, it when I tell That's it, it's fun, a it's exciting. Task. Listen to this podcast you're going to be like,
0: oh, oh man. I always <laughs> just thought of myself as like an affable rogue, but... <laughs> you know, no, you're, you're, you're going to be it. hanging yourself from the roof with a coax cable at the end of this. <laughs> when I retell it, I
2: do seem to be a little bit of a monster. I don't know that these were 40 hours well spent. I you, think
5: they you, might you
4: be. You make a, a naked guy crouch up and down for you before shooting him in the head. You know what? You're,
5: the, you're, you're basically a villain in a post-apocalyptic novel. <laughs> That's serial killer <laughs> behavior. <laughs>
2: well... All, all I'll say to to, uh, advise about the game, and it's not even out yet. Like I'm not going to put a review on it until it exits early access, and that probably won't be for a year or two. Maybe I bet you're on
3: a
1: list now. You know, you're on the NSA checklist.
2: If you think I have behaved badly, then you're going to be really horrified when you meet some of the other people in this game.
1: I don't. I don't know. Like I mean, like I said, I I run an online game. It's really hard to scare me with human behavior.
2: I guess that's probably true. You, you <laughs> probably see the worst of it. Russ, Russ terrifies me a little bit now. I'm yeah. <laughs> uh, we we need to get like a disgraced Blizzard GM on here sometime so that he well, can. Tell us about like the
5: horrible things, yeah. That happen well, I, what I got the- out of the the stories that Jared is telling me is that if somebody tells me to do something, I should just charge them with a the rock. <laughs> well, that's of- what that's what, most people, that's what
2: most people do is they'll just try their hardest to kill you with the rock. And there is now you'll see why. There is <laughs> if, if you can so people if, like you if you can pull off the impossible and kill an armed person with a rock, you are a that person is is probably going to log off and kill themselves because it's the greatest <laughs> amount of shame. That I can imagine <laughs> having brought upon you, Disgrace and then B, you get all their stuff. So all their all the goods that they were just pointing at you is now yours. And when they show up, you can point it back at
0: them.
5: So you're <laughs> saying that it's a win win.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> if you <laughs> kill, if you kill that person with a rock, you can dress as them and walk up to their house and act like you're that person. Wear their skin. No.
3: You actually
5: see, and
0: will that's the what, family be fooled? That's what kind like cool is kind of cool. Like a Jeffrey
1: Dahmer sim- simulator.
0: Well, geez, Jared's <laughs> almost halfway there. I'm pretty <laughs> close. He
1: eating people and he's good to go. That, that guy
2: who I made friends with, who told me about the last guy, um, I'm currently residing in his house and I put up a <laughs> bunch of new doors. I don't know if he's noticed that yet.
1: Um, <laughs> it's like, if huh. he hears this, you're on some kind of lit, like KOS in real life.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it could be bad. But let's let's hope that's not. I, if if I see him again, I'll give him the code to the doors, but maybe I'll never see and him. And then again, you'll be again, on the other side, and you'll shoot him now. right in the head.
3: <laughs> yeah,
1: he's out he's outside your house right now, you know, like in real <laughs>
2: what's funny is i i fell asleep in his house so if he logs in and finds <laughs> finds me he's just gonna find a stranger sleeping in his house and a bunch of new walls and like a new floor added so hopefully he knows that that's a friendly gesture not a find it hard to feel
0: bad for anybody killing you in that game <laughs> yeah like oh there's a squatter in my house i better kill him whereas you're like oh look there's somebody who has nothing i better shoot him
2: <laughs> no no, I better
0: make him crouch four times. I was helping him test his control
2: key.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> let's, make,
2: let's make sure it's working okay. Uh-huh. You were
0: just following orders, right? Well, the, the orders I that just I give myself. I am playing the
1: game by the rules, man.
0: There are no rules except the ones <laughs> like, I create.
2: Like I said, I'm an affable rogue. I'm a renegade who plays <laughs> Such by a his cheeky own rogue. Uh,
4: whatever, whatever lets you sleep at night, man.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna sleep on top of a pile of houses I've taken over, that's for sure. You disgust me.
4: That feels very uncomfortable. It's gonna be it's gonna be
2: fun, I promise. Should we yeah. should we call it call it good? Do you have anything else, <laughs> Jennifer, that we can plug for <laughs> you or
1: Oh no, I think yeah, you guys did enough plugging for me and I did enough self promotion talking about the filthy filthy item shop that I had to remove.
2: Yeah, so if you wanna if you wanna play a filthy, filthy game, check, <laughs> check <No>! out Jennifer's <laughs>
0: There's only one bed in Alusha, and you could be in it. <laughs>
3: it's, it's got your no no name gold. on the headboard.
1: I fixed that now cuz it was just like, you know what? I and it was it was me being like, "Oh, I'm such a good artist. I made it so that, you know, the the covers are on a different layer than the bed so you can actually get in the bed and you know, like that backfired horribly. You know, I <laughs> thought it was so cool for doing that and so, I'm like
0: So people are, you know, there's dead snakes coming out from under the covers and everything. Yeah. Dead, dead snakes so, in wood. I had to be my you know.
1: dead snake, you know.
0: See, now you're just you're replicating their bad behavior.
1: I know. <laughs> you can't help it, though. And, and sometime I'll tell you about the balloon sword that I had to change.
2: <laughs> God, you not telling these stories is almost worse than telling... <laughs> 'Cause my my imagination just takes off and I'm good to exactly. go. <laughs> Let's Very
1: just nice. say I, I don't I don't have an eye for, for noticing phallic in, imagery until it's too late.
0: <laughs> well, you know you like those um those mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are phallic extremely. See, I
1: don't see it. I don't see that. So it's just like people are like, Why do you got a bunch of dicks in your house? And I'm like, not. <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just well, don't see it.
2: Don't we all have a bunch of dicks in our house though? <laughs> I guess.
1: It's nice nice moral equalization there. I appreciate
3: it though. <laughs> it's, it's
2: the best I could do. Thank you so much for uh for coming on and, and, and I don't know if you know, but being our first official uh guest on the podcast, Jennifer, it was uh Oh it was, thank you. <laughs> it's good to mix things up and get somebody who's not a zookeeper uh yeah. on this show. A zookeeper. Um and so if you at home are listening. Uh, and you want to hear more of this stuff or or read our, our brain thoughts or whatever uh, whatever you're feeling, go check out our website at enemyslime.com. You should follow us on Twitter. Uh, we are at The Enemy Slime. Uh, and that's the same on Facebook, The Enemy Slime. So check out both of those. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes. Leave us a review on iTunes. I don't know. Do something. Uh, and after you do it,
4: I'll shoot you in the head. Yeah. <laughs>
3: And 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 you have to
4: come back next week. You have to come back next week for the thrilling conclusion to this podcast. Ah, fuck! You didn't fuck up a word the entire podcast, and I went and did it. Well
2: that's how we get our titles. There we go. There you go. Come back for the thrilling occlusion,
0: everybody. (laughs) I love occlusion.
3: Thrilling occlusion. (laughs) <laughs>
0: like the bedsheet occlusion on on Jennifer's bed.
3: Ah, <laughs> oh,
1: damn it.
0: Uh, that's just uh, th- th- and I think w- maybe
2: we can leave on this uh, this age-old developer note that I think is a, a law that anybody can can follow, which is if it can be made to look like a cock, it
0: it will be used, <laughs> used as a cock. <laughs> so, um, good, mm-hmm. good night and good luck. Yeah. Good okay. Well, then I guess we're out. There you have it. Beautiful.